Hey guys, what's up? Happy Friday. Welcome to the Design Change with Danny Russo and Melinda Peters Elliot. Melinda happens to be in the Bahamas still, so we have not found her. So we have a special guest in the studio today, and her name is Adrian Krantz, and she's a professional organizer from um, Life Arranged. I love the name of that company. Thank you. So we're going to talk about organization today. And that's a very important thing for interior designers because interior designers are known to be the most unorganized human beings probably on the planet. So, Adrian's been working with me for the last uh, two years now, right? Yeah, about that. So, tell me more about what you do when you are working with your clients because we've been through a lot of organizing together. Yes. What are the key parts to organizing a home? Well, it kind of depends if they already have some sort of organization set up. Um, so oftentimes we'll come in and it's just, you know, a laundry volcano, as I like to call it. Like <laughs> things are just exploding everywhere. Um, so it, it, if they have a great foundation, it's really easy to kind of start putting things back together. But a lot of times we'll come in and there's no set place When you say foundation, do you mean the things that things go into? Yes. Yeah, so like, like, for example, when you're put, putting, your, putting your laundry away, you don't want to put all of your laundry into the drawers without folding them. But some people do, and then you can't start like my, folding and then putting it sock, on. I have a sock ottoman that yes. the top comes off and all the socks go in there. Right. So if you're not folding <laughs> it to begin with, and then we're going to come in and put folding folded clothing back in, then we need a good base to start with. So we need to fold what's already in there. Or, you know, it could be another type of base. Like you don't have the right type of shelf that you need for whatever it is that you already have. I've seen a couple of your clients. I mean, I'm one of your clients, <laughs> but I've seen a couple of the places where it's just been, there's stuff on top of stuff on top of stuff, but you kind of got my kitchen in order. I mean, we found expired food from, well, I don't know, way back when we found lots of things, but I actually know where things are now. So I, when we come in as interior designers, we're there to make things pretty, um, but using a professional organizer is good to get your closet organized, your pantry organized. Yes, pretty much any part of your house. We also do businesses, actually, on occasion. Really? Um, yeah, they're not our prime type of clientele. We typically work with residential um, families with children. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean... What are some tips that you would give a client or a designer that has working with a family with children and organizing all of the Legos and all of the... <laughs> When I go over to my brother's house, I just have a panic attack because there's stuff everywhere. Yeah, kids can be challenging. I always say, make sure your spaces are defined. So make sure the kids know that the kids have this space to play in. This is their space. And in that space, if you're doing bins or if you have you know, a bucket for those Legos, make sure that they have a picture of the Legos if they can't read yet so that they're some way labeled the kids know, hey, here's where all my Legos go. Um, and that way they're able to help keep it clean too. It's about teaching them good habits as well as keeping them yourself. I always try to play games with my nephews and I'm like, okay, now let's play cleaning. <laughs> let's pick everything up and put it all away. But what are you, when you're working with a client, how do you start out? I know where you go to buy um, your organizational things. A lot of things you get at the container store. Um, Ikea has some great organization things. What are some more elements to the world of organization? Because you can get down to clothing 
and blah, blah, blah. I'm an easy yeah. client to deal with because I probably have about, what, 110 black t-shirts? Yeah, you're pretty much and, very repetitive in what you own, so yeah. it's, it's not too terribly difficult. I look the same all the time, but when you have people that have um, all kinds of other clothes in their closet, what, what do you do with those? So a lot of times I ask them their budget to start off with, especially if they're doing like almost a new closet installation. A lot of people can't afford these beautiful custom closets that are out these days. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of, you know, some people are like absolutely put those in and then it's very exciting. Yes, let's do it. But a lot of times, I, you know, I'm like, okay, you need something very specific, but you don't have the budget for something like that. I'll suggest bringing in a handyman and having him custom fit shelves from Lowe's or Home Depot and cutting mm-hmm. them down to the proper size. And then, you know, kind of designing it from there and saying, all right, well, we have this many pairs of boots at this height and the rest are flip-flops and tennis shoes. Mm-hmm. So just kind of creating a custom closet from Home Depot or Lowe's and just working with a, a handyman yeah. to get it taken care of. Sometimes it's almost an easier and cheaper solution. When you're looking into, um, when we're in design, I'm always looking like, okay, if you call a designer, you're wanting your place to look nice. So we think of where are we putting things? What's going on the counter? What are the beautiful things we're going to have out? What do we need to hide away? And that's a good time to uh, call an organizer in. What do we need to get rid of is a big question. What do you do with that kind of stuff? You get you. I know you donate a lot. We do donate. Um, you know, we were donating to a lot of great charities before COVID hit, and now it's unfortunately more like Goodwill and Salvation Army. But, um, you know, we we base it on exactly what the clients' preferences are going to be. Some people want tons of stuff out, and some people want nothing at all. And that comes down to basic staging. Like, I prefer more of a minimalistic approach, but a lot of people don't agree with that. Um Staging. Go ahead. Tell me more about staging. Yeah. So we've been branching out a little bit into staging, um, not supplying the furniture or anything like that, but just staging with what the client already has in their space. You call it staging. I call it room styling. Yeah. It it is a bit of room styling, but... You're using everything the client has though, right? I feel that like room styling branches a little too close to interior designer and I'm not an interior designer. So I like to keep it more of like a staging when I reference it to clients at Mm -hmm. least. Um, But yeah, we've been doing that a little bit more lately, um, helping decide what's going into the new homes. Like here, you need pieces of art. Here, you need accessories, that type of deal. Um, But it's about keeping everything tidy, really, just creating a place for everything. I don't know how you come in here every day and not have a panic attack. I sometimes do. (laughs) It's when I'm on your desk because my desk is a hot mess. Hopefully we can address that. Maybe yeah, it's your, soon. you're the, you're a lot. I see it a lot of times with people with ADHD, put everything into one big box and just put that box away because they can't figure out the little stuff because the little stuff is where it gets really, really hard when you're organizing. It's not about, you know, the placement of the furniture or, no. you know, putting the shirts in the drawer or whatever. Oftentimes it's like the bags full of tiny little things that go in a million different types of places. Totally. But what are some pieces of furniture that you've noticed while you've been working with me that are good for organizing? Because I get so many requests for ottomans that have storage in them, and those aren't the necessarily the easiest things to find. The, yeah, so the things that I like the best are sometimes the hardest things to find. Like, yes, anything with hidden storage. Um, bookshelves and cabinets that have the closed doors and don't leave anything out into the world. Right. Um, anything that can hide hide the mess. Like really, you know, people can still own stuff. I don't think that minimalism is for everybody, but you know, Mm -hmm. it's important to keep the stuff that you have 
put away so that everything looks neat and tidy. A good thing is also getting people to let go of things. Like, why do you have this? Oh, I've just had this Uh, forever. I more ask, like, what purpose is this serving? Like, is this serving a purpose in your life? A lot of times people get stuck um, the most on sentimental items. Because you know this was this was Grandpa's favorite hammer or whatever, and I, okay, that's that's fantastic. But are you using this? Is this working and the for you? Is what? It's almost always no, but I always suggest holding on to like the basic. I would take that sentiment. hammer and I would take it to a frame shop. Yeah, and I would have mounted in what's called a memory box or yep. a shadow box and turn it into a piece of art. Yes, and that way at least it has some sort of sentimental value. I often suggest those exact wall hangings because if you're if you want to have the sentimental items and be reminded of that person, at least have them out and displayed where you can see them. Yeah, and enjoy them. Like there's no point in hiding your sentimental items. Yeah, um, and so you know pictures or like. Grandpa's favorite coat. Those are great things to keep, but just don't keep everything. Like I'm so bad about I don't keep anything. I don't, I don't think, do I? No, you buy a lot, but you don't keep a lot. <laughs> I go through it eventually. Yeah. Um, what? So if somebody were to hire an organization, an organi- a home organizer, or any type of organizer, what would be the average time it takes to do a project and what's the average cost of a project? Let's say, I know I've used you on homes that have people have just moved in, and that's a good time to call an organizer if you've just moved into a new home and you don't exactly know. You know you have your furniture that you're going to use, but you don't know where you're going to be putting everything else. And you kind of know the triangulation and the rules of the kitchen and how that works. And you do a lot of help unpacking stuff. And, yeah, it's it's not as straightforward as design is when it comes to estimating the amount of time because everyone owns a different amount of stuff. Yeah, and especially you know I always do an initial consultation, but if I walk into the home and there's nothing in the home yet because the stuff hasn't arrived, I would <laughs> never be able to quote somebody an approximate amount of time. No, because you don't want you nothing there to see. Yeah, um, a lot of other organizers sell their time in blocks. I just do hourly time right now. It saves a lot of time and energy than selling in blocks for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually a lot of projects last 10 to 20 hours sometimes. Really? Um, if they have a lot of stuff, yes. It's not hard. I mean, it's, it's not easy to yeah. do that, especially if you're doing an unpacking project. Yeah. Um, how do you feel when you're doing a kitchen? Like I see a lot of people these days, I don't watch reality TV, and I know Khloe Kardashian loves making jars of freaking <laughs> Oreo cookies, and she merchandises the Oreo cookies, and she allegedly changes them out once every yeah. few months. I don't believe that she does that, but she literally <laughs> lays them in these glass jars. But people have been noticing they take their cereal boxes out and put them into other containers. Is that something an organizer would do? Yes, we Why do, do people do, do that. that? For different reasons. A lot of people do it for the aesthetic. It's not an imperative thing to do. Or if you have stuff that's tending to go stale, it can keep it fresher longer. Really? Yeah, it can if you're sealing it properly, yes. I made pasta um, the other night, and I actually found these amazing sauces. I don't know. You put them in the drawer. But I, they were like gourmet sauces, and I mixed them all together. It was like the best thing ever. Yeah. But you have me down to I only, my pantry's two drawers now, I think. That's because people buy too much, more than they can eat a lot of the time. So mm. it, it's important to see what you have, and that's another thing with those clear containers is like it's seeing exactly what you have. So you're not going to the store. You're not overbuying. It's just, That's the same thing with closets. A lot of times people... People just go and buy and buy because they can't see what they already have. Do you want to talk about labeling at all? 
<laughs> labeling. I'm obsessed. We as... have three label makers in this warehouse. Yeah. And I think the label makers are even labeled. <laughs> Probably. But we do we do have a lot of labels. There's makers. unique systems that people don't know about that designers sell. And I almost bought it for here one day, but there is an actual contraption that lowers. You press a button mm-hmm. and it lowers and you can put all your boxes yeah. on it and you, it's good for garages and you push the button and it raises up. Yeah, I've worked with those in garages before. Those. I was yeah. thinking about using that so we can get stuff up to the <laughs> um, loft up here before, but uh, do you do, we were in a house, were you with me in that house yesterday or was that Heather? No, that was Heather. It was. So we went into this house. People, houses that we go into, they have a lot of holiday storage. Oh, that's the new thing. Yes. Oh my God. They now make wreath boxes Mm -hmm. and I never used to. I have, I've been doing holiday rooms. That's been a new thing. Holiday rooms. In the basements? In the, typically in the basement and it's an entire room dedicated to holiday decorations. So you have like a corner or like mostly a wall for Christmas, (laughs) a corner for Halloween, a corner for Easter, corner for Valentine's day. Like they just have tons and tons of holiday stuff and it's it's that is one thing that's important to keep organized because otherwise it just explodes everywhere and ends up in people's garages and it just gets oh my mom has it in the well she had it i remember in the attic in the basement somewhere else and she flips out she had easter decorations let's start out for the year she would start out with January, she'd start out with Valentine's decorations. The Valentine's decorations would come down, and then she'd go straight into Easter decorations. Yep. Easter decorations would come down, and then what's after Easter? Probably. Then she'd go to Fourth of July decorations, yeah. and then the Fourth of July decorations would come down, and she'd go into what's after the Fourth of July? Is there a holiday in August or September? No, no those are so. flags. Now I've been seeing these elaborate Halloween displays. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Where people are storing this stuff, all these Halloween inflatables, Halloween lights. It's like Halloween is the new Christmas. It is, and it's going in the garage, I it hate to it? say. A lot of the times, it's going in the garage if they have the space in and the And then basement. what do they do? Just take down the Halloween decorations? And then there's the fall, there's the fall motif, which could yeah. be in October or November. But I always put my Christmas tree up on Halloween. <laughs> I can't do that this year because we have to photo shoot and yep, we can't, can't do, that. do it until March. No. So, but uh, the decoration, uh, decoration management, I highly recommend those totes. Clear totes are great if you can see through them. I just find that they break too easily. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of, and, and now that we're going through this whole shipping issues and everything with COVID, it's funny you say that I'm, I'm having trouble finding more containers at this point, and especially good quality ones. Yes. Um, I'm running into these really flimsy ones, and I'm like, well, they're cheap, but they're cheap. That's because of the plastic <laughs> shortage. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be fun in a couple of months, I'm sure, but... Never a dull moment. Yeah. Ever. But garage season's almost over anyway, so. Garage season. I think of it as garage season. That's when we do, you know, garages. We can't do them in the, we tried to do a garage once this lady insisted in the heat of the summer and it was a nightmare. So we don't do them in the summer and we don't do them in the winter. So we do spring and fall as garage season. Huh. Is there a basement season? That's pretty much year round because, you know, you can be in a basement year round. 
Anything mm-hmm. indoors is pretty much year round. We do um, storage units and garage sheds and all sorts of things in spring and fall, but pretty much only then. Interesting. And then spring cleaning is like its own season in itself. <laughs> when does spring cleaning start? Right as soon as it gets warm enough out. As soon really? as it's really warm enough out, yeah, people are doing ready for the garage sales. They're getting ready to open Our up their doors. Our phones are ringing off hook January. Yeah. And for then, me, it's like about March, early March. It just starts to get hit. But I don't know. This has been the busiest year for me ever as well. So we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to run out of storage containers. We don't have yeah. blue paint. We're going to have a lot of issues. So what else can you tell us about organizing? What are the, what organizing? What are the fundamentals of organizing I mean, the for one people? thing that I think people don't realize is keeping your place organized just comes down to good habits a lot of the time. Mm. Like the number one habit I always have to tell people is when your mail comes, sort it out right away. Like throw away what you need to throw away. Put the rest of it in the filing cabinet and don't leave it sitting piled up because I think that's like one huge thing that I find becomes a really big issue for people. That's something I think I'm pretty good at actually putting yeah. my mail. Yeah. Well, I put it in my bag and it makes its way to here. Mm-hmm. And then we open the mail. Yeah. And then it gets, <laughs> most of it's just But chunk. not everybody has Aren't a Aren't you happy? I went through my magazines. I have over, I probably have about 1,500 magazines in this warehouse right now. There are so many. And this morning I was doing another podcast. And look, I got through all of this. This is all trash, I'm by so the way. I'm so happy. Yes, we'll take we care of that. We have to keep these. And when I get back, I'm going to go through more because that was like making me happy. I even labeled stuff. Yay, I put look at save you. this magazine because Danny's in it. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to we're going to keep on going here. So anything else you want to finish up? Anything else you can tell us? Space planning is important. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's one of the biggest keys to organization is just planning out your space. I will say this too. People are always so hard on themselves when I meet them. And uh, it's always harder to organize your own space and your own things. Oh my God. A hundred percent harder. I know. I didn't even, you know, I have some books that I don't even. Yeah. It's about knowing what know you I have. have. <laughs> I can tell you that I have about three of these books. Yep. I'm in, I have all my school books, book books. Anyway, so Adrian, what's your Instagram? What's your website? Tell my audience where we can find you. All right. So the website is lifearrangedbyak.com. And that is the same as my Instagram, lifearrangedbyak. Love it. And you can follow the Design Exchange Podcast. I believe we're TDX Podcast. Obviously, I'm Danny Russo. Follow me on blah, blah, blah. You're probably already following me if you're listening to this. Anyway, we're going to wrap this up early today. I hope you guys are having a great Friday. Enjoy your weekend. Get some organization together. Go out and don't spend money on stupid things. What else would you recommend? (laughs) Buy some organizational tools. (laughs) <laughs> Don't buy organizational tools. Just prepare to organize yourself. It's not about the tools. Yeah. It's not. I promise. You can buy 800 notebooks and it won't make you more organized. I know. <laughs> I, I have 50. I know. <laughs> you could buy this amazing little tool that we got, but we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> we don't even know how to work yet. Anyway, you're listening to Design Exchange with Danny Russo and Melinda Peters Elliott. Our special guest today was Adrian Krantz from Life Arranged. Hope you guys have a wonderful Friday and have a drink for me. Peace out.